Hi, this is Lana Marino, and welcome to another episode episode of, of Journeys to Wellness. I'm an intuitive therapist and energy healer, and I'm here to give you some guidance and support um, in challenging times that we have. Today I'm going to be talking about role play and the roles that we play in life. I choose the role I find myself in. Now for some people this might resonate with them simply because we all come into this world and we none of us really know our purpose that's my belief anyway and from a child I always believed that I had to make good I had to get my mother's approval my father wasn't around so I always felt that it was up to me and as I've looked at children growing and I, I study children very much so I realized that the role that we choose comes about very early in our early development so today I want to talk about I cho- I choose the role that I find myself in I want to go back to the beginning um, and always <coughs> always it's um, about memories as you get older you think about things as your personal development starts to kick in and you're kind of reliving thoughts and processes from your past and reflection is, is a great thing I remember once I saw my mother on her hands and knees and she was scrubbing someone's floor and I remember this lady saying, you know, you don't have to do that, you know, I, I, I can sort that out. This woman wasn't very well, but my mother insisted on, on cleaning her floor. And I always remember, I was about 11 or 12, thinking, but why is she doing that? You know, it's, it's almost like I had an unconscious knowing that my mother was looking for approval. And it upset me a lot because my mother had a bad back, she wasn't very well, she had lots going on, she suffered with depression. And we would always get, you know, the the anger that was there stored in her body. She was always behind closed doors, very angry with us, very upset. Um, any little thing would get to her. But when she was in front of other people, she was this amazing, caring, giving, woman that sometimes I couldn't I couldn't recognize so I learned very very early on that role play um, gets us somewhere in life <clears throat> excuse me it gets us approval it gets us attention and it gets us recognized and um, I now look at my role that I took on from learned behavior and looking at how my mother sought approval throughout her life and as I've mentioned before you know she she went on to have many children um, of which I didn't find out me and my sisters didn't find out until very later on in life maybe about 25 years after her death so she had left many children behind but she played this role um, of being someone that wanted to give and wanted acceptance and I've saw that I've seen that in myself over the years, wanting acceptance and wanting approval. And we all want to be accepted because we all want to be loved. From a course in miracles, it tells us that nothing is wrong, nothing is special. There is no special relationship. 
To think that people, we can expect people to accept us for who we are, is something very difficult for us for us to imagine. My niece, um, or should I say a family member, most recently, I think I've spoke about it, tried to commit suicide. And I was there um, in that moment when it was happening. And my life changed overnight. And um, it's been quite a journey to kind of study myself and my transformation into the person that I am today and having to step back from the role of caregiver and um, caretaker to, especially to my family. Now this is a very hard thing to do because we talk about relationship cords and we talk about the energy cords that go from us to loved ones, to people, just everyday people, people in society, friends, neighbors, colleagues at work, people that we know on the street, people that we just say hi to every day but we don't really know them. So these cords, they get attached um, to different experiences, different different people, um, but the biological cords are the hardest ones to break. When we talk about biological cords, we're talking about the ancestral link to our past. So as an example, um, people that have moved on, people that in the past, in our family, have been unable to say no um, when they're saying yes all the time and sometimes we don't understand and it's only recently in recent years I've began to understand how much is carried over um, some people say through our DNA through the energy that binds us to the past especially to our relatives um, to our ancestors and it's it's hard to imagine that um, <clears throat> for some of us trying to break those cords is very hard as an energy healing therapist I work a lot in cleaning energy cords um, I work a lot with helping people to break away from the belief system that they have and that belief system is that uh, they have to um, be responsible, they have to save their loved one's lives. There's a belief that if we save our loved one's lives, if we rescue them, if we save them, then we're safe. And I can identify to that. If my family are okay, I'm well. If I know that my family members that suffer with mental health, if they have a downward spiral out of control episode in their life it leaves me very anxious and it's something that is hard to break from and I know many people that might be listening to this can resonate with having family members that you're away from them but you know that they are in a bad way or they're they're not in a good state of mind and worry is the cause of most physical death. Worry, distress is held at the solar plexus level. And the solar plexus, the energy field of the mind, is at that level. So when we're worrying and we're distressing and we're thinking about people that we love that are in danger, people that have mental health issues or physically unwell, 
first thing that we do is we want to we really want to save them is if that's through rushing out and giving up what we're doing or breaking our boundaries and going beyond and compromising ourselves to save them to make sure they're okay then first of all we're doing them a dis disservice we're not allowing them their journey but also we're doing ourselves a disservice and I, I recognize that it's very very hard very hard to sit when someone calls you and they're upset or they've had too much to drink or you know they've <coughs> excuse me they've um they've been um dabbling in you know drugs or you know they're they're, they're in a very dark place and it's very hard for us to sit at the end of the phone and to just offer them love and tell them that everything's going to be okay because for some people words aren't enough they want you to step in and save them they want you to step in and rescue them now this really affects a lot of mothers and simply because the umbilical cord when that is broken between a child coming into the world and a mother the physical umbilical cord is broken, but there's another cord, a very strong cord from the heart that is attached to that child. So no matter what that child does, most of the time the mother will be attached intuitively. It's almost like telepathy, knowing when their child is in danger, when they're upset, worrying if they're going to get into university, worrying about that boyfriend that they've become attached to so it's hard for mothers especially to let go of worrying about their loved ones their children i cannot give any specific um, solution to how we can come away from not being so much in that role of rescuer or helping someone to survive all I can say is that I've learned over time that all I can do is be there from my heart and it's a simple exercise that I do through meditation and through meditation we can imagine we can visualize the pain of that person that we're attached to and we can come to ourselves and we can recognize our role and our role from a human conditioned place would be to, our belief would be to save that person, to do whatever it takes, to plead with authorities, to listen to my child when they're up in front of a judge and the judge is wanting to send them to prison. To step back and to say, this is your journey. I love you, I'm here for you, but I cannot save you. It's very difficult and I know that through first-hand experience but as I said as I'm learning more and more to be there from the heart and not get entangled in the drama or the story of that person if you can imagine that chord and if you can close your eyes and imagine that chord from your heart to their heart and just imagine a beautiful color just flowing through and just letting them know that they are loved. Letting them know that you can be here for them, but you cannot save them. Something in the history of 
mankind has been something of the determination to save oneself. And the base chakra, our, our root chakra and our root connection to the earth, to Mother Earth, really helps us to ground, really helps us to come into our body and to stabilize ourselves. So if we're looking at the root and we're looking at the position that we have in our family or in a relationship, we can connect to that root fully as if we're connecting down through a tree and we're connecting down into the ground and we're helping ourselves to stabilize and telling ourselves that all we can do is be here in love. I am succeeding in all I need to be. I am succeeding in all I need to do. If that means that you are succeeding in helping, first of all, yourself to change the belief that you are responsible for another person's life, then you are opening to the greater good of your being. Our well-being physically is dependent on our emotional and our mental well-being. So, as I said, you know, my, my family member that tried to commit suicide, it was for months, it took me a long time to separate myself from that image of someone that was so desperately in so much pain and in so much darkness that they chose in that moment that this world wasn't good enough or it wasn't enough for them to, to be in. The sadness and the deep, deep pain that they were in. And to be a witness to that, yeah, it was very, very difficult. And I'm sure there's many people out there that have had the same experience, um, having a loved one that uh, you can't reach them anymore. They're so deep into any sort of addiction that they're unreachable. And this is where we have to try to believe in the spirit, the spirit of life, the spirit of life that carries us all on that rhythm, that flow to the greater good. We live in a world at the moment where there's so much uncertainty, there's so many disasters, so much pain, climate change, um, there's more and more children that are dying. There are more and more children that are being abused. There are more and more people that are being forgotten about. And some people will say that we're separating from the spiritual nature of life. And maybe that is so. Maybe that is so that through our human conditioning, you know, we go so deep the other end into not caring about people and caring about life that we, we have separated from our spiritual nature. But I know that we don't have to try to be spiritual, we already are. We, we are spiritual beings as we know, living this human experience, um, which is wonderful, it, it really is. But the hard thing is, is to separate from that role that we choose to be in. So I'm here to say that I choose to be in the role that I play. And my role has been 
I believe, um, to rescue family, to rescue people, to put myself aside, to compromise myself. Going into the work as a healer, an energy healer, um, and therapist and counselor, I've learned as a student, um, never a teacher, but always as a student, that I learn so much from people that I meet. And a lot of the clients that I've had over many, many years have taught me so much. And I still believe that I am the student learning from my students. And um, because of that, you'd think that, well, you know, you do all the work on yourself, you're working continually, you, you get up, you meditate, you go to church, you, you go to your spiritual groups, you sit and meditate, you do vipassanas, you separate from the realities and the pains, you go spiritually traveling to places and countries where you believe there's spiritual resonance. We do all of this and yet we come back and we come back to ourselves because we're still attached to that role that in some ways we're still choosing to hold on to. Let's look at many different roles. If my role is rescuer, if my role is to help people to survive, if my role is through caregiving to get something back that will make me feel better about myself, then I would believe that I am coming through my ego. I'm not coming through my authentic self. If my ego wants me to believe that I'm not going to get happiness or true inner peace until everyone or everything around me is perfect, then that's going to be a long journey. That's going to take up my whole life. And the ego will always make you believe that we are incapable of doing this without it. Now, I'm not saying that our ego is bad. I'm saying that that part of us, the unconscious part of us, that when we sit and meditate and we have the intuition and we have the thought that comes through, we have guidance, our intuitive self opens up and we might hear through our extrasensory perception of audio, we're being told, we're being shown that it's time to let go. It's time to allow this sentient being to carry on their journey but you are not responsible for their life if my ego kicks in and says but 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 you know if you don't go around there today if you don't check in on this person then they might kill themselves or they might damage themselves or they might mix up with the wrong people you have to separate them from what is evil and bad and dark in this world so who do we choose to listen to? Well, that then goes into a physical anxious state. It pulls us right down into the anxiety of the heart chakra. The heart chakra that carries so much pain, it carries our relationships, it carries our past. It helps us to actually live in the physical world. It helps us to survive. If we didn't have a heart, if we didn't have a brain, then we wouldn't be here. But just for a moment, if you can change the course of that story, if you can change that role from a mind level, 
from a mindset, if you can change that role, if you can help yourself to let go completely of what the mind is telling you, just for a moment, what you'll find and what you'll discover is that you get true freedom. True freedom comes in a moment. Healing doesn't take years and years, days and weeks and months to occur. Healing happens at the mind level. At the mind level, if you let go of the guilt, if you let go of the shame that you're carrying, you might be carrying of the past, if you let go of all of that and tell yourself that I take full responsibility for who I am in this world right now, I am no, no longer responsible for another's journey. I can contribute to my persons, my persons that I love, my people in my life that I love, I can contribute to helping them to find self-love. I can help to contribute to helping them to build their sense of self, self-esteem. I can help them to change their mind and mindset, but it comes from us separating from their pain. If I join them in pain, then I am really in conflict spiritually. I'm in spiritual warfare with myself. And there's no shame in letting go and allowing God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, whatever God means to you, to step in. Ego, edging God out. We push God out and we push the universe, we push love out, we push everything out because we believe that we are in control. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this if I keep taking that fix to my loved one to keep them alive. At least they're alive, at least they're here. I'd rather have them in pain, alive, than dead and not with me. That is coming from a deep, painful mindset within you that believes that you resonate still with that pain, that you have not been healed. So healing at a level, a high level of understanding that we cannot heal others until we start to learn how to heal ourselves. It doesn't mean that we have to give something up to gain something. All it takes is for us to really believe in the outcome through the intention, the power of the intention of now and tapping into that power, allowing and surrendering into what we see as being love, surrendering into love, surrendering into belief, faith, strength, faith, understanding, patience, guidance, wisdom, our health and our happiness. It's all there within us. We have that. We are well. We are well at a mind level. We're well at an emotional level. We are well at a physical level. But the role that I choose will keep me stuck in my past. And my past will always challenge me in the present. When peace prevails, 
for some people that is so unfamiliar. So it makes sense that we will go back into our past to find that identification with who we believe we really are. Thank you for being with me today, for listening to me. Um, journeys to wellness and thank you for being um, able to to show up and to really understand that um, we are all here on a journey. Life is beautiful but remember we don't have to try to be perfect. We already are in a divine sense. You can find me on my Instagram, Lana Marino, Journeys to Wellness, and Facebook, Wellness Journeys. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. And remember, today you can choose to change your role. Take care and have a great day. Lots of love.